Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Prefni Early and you're listening to the Sports Roundup show here on this August bank holiday weekend. It's episode 211 of the podcast and today's show is sponsored by the local enterprise office here in County Leitrim. I'd like to bring special notice to their online trading voucher which currently operates until the end of September at a 90% value. So they will pay 90% of any costs for any Leitrim business uh, who are eligible and apply for the grant for their online trading presence to be maintained or to be created. Get in touch with them or ourselves here at Leitrim Daily. We do offer uh, web development now as part of our service, and it's an opportunity for you to support the work that we're doing here at Leitrim Daily by uh, sending a little bit of business our way. We appreciate all of the support from the listeners who have been in touch over the last few weeks. Now, a busy, busy weekend's action. We have no less than 18 guests on the show this week, so we're going to just fly through as many of them as possible across all the grades, senior, intermediate and junior, in both the men's and ladies' codes of Gaelic football. There's a little touch of soccer as well with the return of the SSE Airtricity League and Sligo Rovers with their victory in Derry on Friday evening. In terms of the results this weekend, the Leitrim GAA Senior Football Championship first, and of course the weather played havoc with the fixtures over the weekend. Some atrocious game conditions over the weekend. Surface water everywhere to see on the stream from Drumshambo. The game in Ahwilland fell foul of the weather on Saturday night as well. But let's run down through the fixtures and the results of the weekend. In Group 1 of the Senior Football Championship, Mohal won 11, Fina St. Collins won 9. And in the refixed game, played this afternoon at 2pm in Ahwilland, Ahoyan 3-7, St Mary's Kiltard 3-10, an absolute cracker of a game. We'll have more from both sides in the show later on. In terms of Group 2, Drumreilly 1-6, Melvin Gales 2-19, a comprehensive victory there for the Kinlaw Bay side away to Drumreilly, while Alan Gales and Leitrim Gales played out a draw 1-10 to 1-10 in Drumshambo in that live-streamed game from Leitrim GA on their YouTube channel on Saturday evening. In the Intermediate Football Championship, uh, one game called off, that's Ochnashielan versus Bornacula. That fell foul of the weather also. Game to be refixed. Eslin 2-11, Balneglera 1-11. A surprise there from Eslin, but nonetheless always capable of a result and they pulled off a good one-goal victory there. 2-11 to 1-11 at home in Eslin against probably the favourites for that clash, Balneglera. So uh, throwing a complete spanner in the works for Balneglera, but remains to be seen how that will have an effect on the league table. We'll take a look at that later on in the programme. In Group 2, Carrigallon 11 points, Drumahair 1-9, a one-point victory for Drumahair in that particular clash away to Carrigallon, while Kiltobard went down in Balnamore to a strong Gortletra side in Group 2 of that Intermediate Football Championship. 1-7 to 16 points, the final score there in favour of Gortletra. Now, in terms of the Junior Football Championship in the Junior A competition, a full round of fixtures played yesterday afternoon. Clune 2.15, Gordletra 5 points. We'll be hearing from both sides later in the show in that game. While Carrigallon 2-4, Glencar Manor 1-7, a draw in that particular clash. In Group 2 of the Junior A Football Championship, and enough 6 points, Shauna Heslins, who've been very impressive so far, 3-17, while Ahawillan failed to field a team. Ahavas awarded the game in that particular fixture. Now, if we take a look at the league tables across the Senior and Intermediate and Junior Football Championships on the men's side of the draw, in Group 1 of the Senior Football Championship, Shauna Heslins and Mohal lead the way Four points each, albeit Mull having played one game more. Uh, Fina St. Collins and St. Mary's 
two points each after St Mary's victory against Ahuillan this afternoon. Ahuillan still zero points. What that means on the league tables in the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship Group 1, Sean Heslin's top of the table, four points from their opening two games, while Mohol also on four points, but with one extra game played. Venus St Callians, two points from two games, while St Mary's, their snatch and grab tonight, although be it haven't been the best team for the entire game, more or less. Uh, they also two points from today's victory. Uh, that is after three games, though one game left against Balnamore to come next weekend. Ahoulin now in a bit of bother at the foot of the table. Zero points from two games. Ahoulin will be looking towards their clash with Fina next week as the must-win game of the championship. It would see those three sides potentially end up on two points each and it may come to score difference. So an absolutely massive game for Ahoulin next week in that particular clash. St Mary's will be looking for a result against Balnamore or a hope that Fina don't lose to Ahoulin in that particular encounter and it should give them enough to get into a quarter-final space. But plenty of permutations still in that Group 1. In Group 2, Melvin Gales and Glencar Manor, they topped the table four points from their opening games. Melvin Gales, one game left, while Glencar Manor have two games left in that competition. Leitrim Gales, they threw away an eight-point lead to draw with Alan Gales on Saturday evening. They have three points from their opening two games, while Alan Gales on a single point from their three games, one fixture remaining against Drum Riley, who sit on the bottom of the table, zero points from two games. So Drum Riley and Alan Gales will clash on the last round, not next weekend, but the weekend after. And it will be a winner take all clash no matter what happens. Should Drum Riley pick up points this weekend or not, it will be a case of winner takes all with the loser of that clash ending up in that relegation playoff there's no real other possible permutations for how that's going to go down over the next week or so so plenty to play for in the senior championship nobody out of the woods in terms of qualification but also nobody consigned to that relegation playoff just yet in the intermediate championship it's a little bit more defined on that side of things of course the Bornacula Ochnashilan game postponed does create a little bit of a hole in group one in that league table but at the moment from Kieran on top with four points from their opening two games Bornacula Balnaglera and Eslin two points apiece Bornacula Balnaglera with two games played Eslin with three while Ochnashilan zero points from their opening game but they'll be confident of maybe giving a better account of themselves as that competition progresses. On the other side of the draw, much more clear-cut. Anaduff, four points. Gordletra, four points from two games, while Drumahair with four points from their opening three games. Kiltobard and Carrigallan still without a single league point on the board. Kiltobard, one game left, that particular clash with Carrigallan. It will be winner-take-all, winners into the quarterfinals, losers to go into a relegation playoff that neither side will want to be in. In the Junior A Football Championship, Clune, four points from two games. Glenfarn Kilty, two points from one game, a walkover received on the first round of fixtures, while Carrigallan and Glencar Manor, their draw sees them with their first points of the season. Gortletra on bottom of the table, zero points from their opening game. While in Group 2, Sean Heslin's lead the way, very impressive scoring difference of 55 points after those two games. Four points from those two games, St Mary's Kiltard and Ahavas with two points each, one win in their opening game, while Anaduff and Ahawillan, they are vying for that relegation spot, those two heavy defeats to Balnamore, 32 points and 35 points respectively uh, on the minus 
column in the scoring difference so not a great start for either of those two clubs in the junior a football championship both still to get their first league points of the year moving on to ladies football a load of games played in the senior intermediate and junior championships we'll run down through the fixtures take a look at the league tables and then we'll get into the interviews on the actual show today in the senior championship st joseph's won 10 balnamore shauna heslin's 3-4 in an entertaining game played in carrie gallon on Sunday morning, a draw, St. Bridget's three points, St. Francis one thirteen, a good result for the Balneglare Drumshambo amalgamation uh, with their first win of the season, while Glencar Manor, they beat Kiltubbard 3-17 to 1-6 in the Senior Football Championship. In the Intermediate Championship, two games this weekend, Kildra Gales 2-5, Drummer Hare 2-12, while Muhl and St. Mary's Kiltard Quite a one-sided game in the end for the table toppers prior to the competition or to the weekend's action. 4-13 to Mohol, 1-3 to St. Mary's Kiltard in that particular clash. In terms of the junior championship, two games played. St. Francis second side, 1-7. Fianna St. Collins, 7-17. While in Drumcairn, it was Drumcairn, 6-15. St. Joseph's B, 3-4. So big wins for both of the first teams in that junior competition how that looks in the league table in the senior grade Glencar Manor out on their own four points from two games while Balnamore, Shona Heslands and St. Joseph's share second spot they're on three points each after two games St. Francis in fourth two points from their two games while Kiltober and St. Bridget's yet to get off the mark in the intermediate championship we have Mohol on four points from their two games Drumahair two points from one game while St. Mary's Kiltard two points from their two games Anaduff and Kildregales one and two games respectively played no points on the board just yet while in the junior championship Drumcurin lead the way three points from their two games Phoenix St. Collins St. Joseph's two points each and Glencar Manor with one point their draw on the opening day against Drumcurin St. Francis B yet to score a league point this season right let's get into the meat of the show and one game that was eventually played this afternoon over in Ahawillan having been called off very late in the day on Saturday night was their clash with St Mary's an absolutely massive game for both sides and a fantastic game played out in a very very tough challenging encounter in Ahawillan this afternoon St Mary's edged it in the end but it wasn't to be without a little bit of a scare quite comfortable in the end a goal for a Ahawillan late on brought them into the game and left two points in the game as the neared injury time and then Morgan Quinn pulled down in the box to give a penalty to Ahawillan in injury time coolly converted to put the Willies one point to the good it looked like they were going to go on and push on and win the game but Carrick broke down the end of the field Ray Mulvey with a point before Dara Farrell fisted a ball to the back of the net moments later to give the Carrick side a three-point cushion which they would hold to the final whistle just seconds later an absolute heart-wrenching game for both sides to be involved in because both teams thought they had it at various stages throughout the game St Mary's to be fair the better side for probably 55-56 minutes of the match with Ahuillan having a purple patch in that last 5-10 minutes of the game absolute cracker the neutrals loved it both sides loved it at varying points through the afternoon's entertainment but let's hear from the actual participants themselves we heard from uh, coaches on both sides we heard from Jerry Flanagan of Ahuillan and first Dennis Connerton of St Mary's Dennis Connerton fine victory in the end tonight 
Yeah, it was a fantastic response after the the Mohol game. You know, we were so disappointed with our performance in that game. Um, Mohol are an outstanding team, as everybody knows. But we had to come into the you know into the home of our Wilna tonight, who are a really really good team. Or today, I should say. Never mind tonight. I'm I'm thinking about the last day still on Saturday. But the, the one championships in 14, 16, and 18, and that really tells you how good this team was today, that they saw the Willing team. So for our lads to perform in the manner in which they performed, it was a great boost to us. You know, we have a lot of work to do still, and we are well aware of that. But today is a massive stepping stone for us. Obviously, the, the two-day, I suppose, postponement of the match because the weather didn't affect the, the preparation in the camp. No, well, we, you know... It, some, t some things are outside of your control and in this country the weather is most certainly outside of our control you never know what you're going to get it's very strange to see weather like that on the 1st of August where you'd have to cancel a game but we just walked away from here we did a little session in, in Carrick afterwards and we just prepared ourselves we're going to come here we really need points you know we, we have performed very poorly in the, the previous two games and lockdown hasn't been the lockdown hasn't treated us very well and we had a pile of injuries injuries were piling up but we got Robert Lowe back in the field this evening that was a great help to us as well because he's, he's a very canny player and very experienced and he was a big help because he you know he's that calm and influence up, up front and that bit of class about him as well but I must uh, uh, you know you, you really have to praise all those lads for the massive effort in which they put in this evening or this afternoon it was a fantastic fantastic effort by them Talk us through the last couple of minutes there for maybe the 29th, 30th minute through because concede a penalty when you're two points up in the last kick of the game, it's it's scary for any manager. Oh, it's a tough one. You know, like I'm, I'm nearly getting too old for this. For all these, uh, my heart isn't what it used to be. You know, so it was very tough. Uh, you know, it was a very soft penalty to give away. And for but the manner in which, the character which we showed to get up the field, get the equalising uh, equalising point, and then to get that winning goal. It, it, you know, it's a testament to the character of the guys. And it's a big, that'll be a big turning point for these lads. You know, it's going to give them a massive boost. A very young panel of players. We played nine under 20s against, uh, against Mole. It probably was a few too many for us to, to throw in at the deep end, but uh, there's a lot of good young lads coming through the club, and today will be a big stepping stone for them. It's a very different St Mary's side than we've seen, and as you said, in the first two rounds. Going forward, that gives you kind of one handle, maybe on a quarter-final spot with a game to come against Ballinamore. Have you looked that far forward down the championship, and kind of are you looking at the other side of the group at all? No, all you can do, and you know, it's a, it's a strange year. It's a pandemic year, so you, yeah, games are coming at you very fast. Nothing has been easy for us. We ended up in the group of death. You know, the first game against St. Callens, St. Callens were flying in the game, you know, and then, then St. Mary's manager was involved with them. So it was a tough place for us to have to go. Um, we weren't, we didn't play well enough. We came off second best on the day, but St. Callens were a better team than us. Then Mohol blew us off the park in the second half of the game. You know, it was, it was very difficult to take that defeat. But we responded very well, you know, as Pep Guardiola once famously said, don't judge us on, on the defeat, judge us on the response. And that response was terrific today. A lot of speculation about your own position during the week. Has that helped galvanise this team together, maybe us against the world kind of spirit? Well, it's, 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 it's not really, we weren't like that, but it's, uh, it would be very disappointed after the after the defeat in, in, in Carrick. No point saying it wasn't. You know, When you get involved with a project, and when you've been involved with as many projects as I have been over the years, you want to see your fingerprints all over that. And I didn't see them that day, and I was, I was annoyed with that performance, especially when you play in your own backyard. You know, these boys are better than that. You know, and they showed it there here this evening to come in here. This is one hell of a tough venue to come out of with anything, you know, and, and we're, we're walking away with two points, which are massive points for us. 
Balnamore now next week. What's the thoughts going into that? Yeah, well, we just just after finishing, we know how good they are. You know, they were in the, in the county final last year, and everybody's. Uh, I haven't seen them, unfortunately. You know, because the games are all coinciding, so the, it's very difficult to get a look at the team. We know that we know it's going to be a very tough game. You know, they, they were capable of beating Mohol. We saw what Mohol did to us. So you know, it's it's a tough game. It's going to be a tough game, but. You know, that's this is what the championship's all about. It is the group of death, and we met, we've made this group very difficult for ourselves. So it's up to ourselves to get ourselves out of this tight spot we're in. Well, a fantastic response tonight. It's really given you a lifeline. Well done tonight, and best of luck. Thanks, Uh We we started off reasonably good, carried got back into it, and we f- finished very strong. Just unlucky not to get the draw, maybe or even a point win. Four or five points there midway through the first half between the sides, but you clawed it back to for that injury time penalty, and it looked like he really had the momentum. Yeah, we had them, we had them on the rack now, in all fairness. But they got up to fair play, and went up the field and got a point there from Young Mulvey, and then they got to go in the last kick of the ball there. So I know it's tough after a defeat like that, but I suppose what does this mean for the rest of your campaign? Yeah, we Two games to, we left. Have to win. We have to beat Fina, and we have to beat Mohol. We have to beat Fina anyway, so it's going to go in the head to head of Fina and us. I suppose the way things have gone now, that sticks out there, even. In terms of the game, tough game, you'd be well known for yeah. well known for a tough battle yourself yeah, in your yeah, playing days. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Uh, all fairness, they had a good old battle out there, and it was a good game, a good, good game, and good conditions from compared to Saturday evening. In terms of the facilities we're in here today in Ahoyle, and it's a credit to the club yeah. of a small rural parish to have a, yeah. a club like this. It's a fine place, yeah. It's, it's a credit to them. It's, it's, yeah, a lot of work, a lot of development on the last number of years. So it's it's it stood up well, and the pitch stood up well from Saturday evening. It was a massive downpour here Saturday evening. What lessons would you take from today's game? We'll have to take our chances. That's one thing. We we'll have to do next Saturday evening. Any chance we get, we take them, and that's it. Freeze and general play. It's a hard luck today. Right. Now, one game that was played in horrible conditions on Saturday night was Mohol versus Fina. Danny Beck and Aina Madden joined us after the game to talk about their thoughts on the fixture. Danny Beck, you've been a veteran of many championship campaigns. How does this one rank in terms of the classics? Uh, I thought it was a great game. Like I thought it was entertaining. Anyway, I don't know about the quality of football. Um, I think we got out of jail. I think Corey Toy probably saved us. Um, but no, I'd say it was entertaining for the, the few people that were here. Um, just grateful to get out of it. In terms of those two saves that you mentioned towards the end, really, really probably didn't have a right to save either of them and pulled off two fantastic saves and then maybe got lucky with the rebound as well. So living on the edge a little bit, but nonetheless survived to fight another day. Top of the table. Yeah, um, look, essentially now you're training for a quarter-final. I know we've all will in two weeks. Uh, we just have mind the bodies. Just try and get everyone going. There's lots of lads that need football, so we have to get challenges in there as well. Try and get get up to speed. Like, you know, we've been off for three months just doing their own thing, but, you know, trying. How has it been like coming back into that group environment? Because for most players there, it's probably the first time they've had that big of a break at that time of the year. I don't know what they were at. They're a lot fitter than I am, <laughs> but uh, they seem to be doing a lot of it. But no, look, it's it's different. I suppose you're, you're coming, you're coming tugged out. Um, you're, I suppose you're tugging out in a dressing room. Then like the rest, you're tidying up your bits, getting your straps there. And um, but look, once once you've you've your training done, like it's it's just play football. That's all you're there to do. So get the job done. In terms of the the club, you're never that far away, particularly in the last maybe 10 years or so when it comes to the business end of the championship. What's the hopes this year? Do you think you can bring that uh, FINA Cup back to Mohol this year? Is that a a realistic ambition for you? Look, that's the target. Yeah, we set it every year. Um, Like When when we play football, we're we're actually very good, but when we're bad, we can be shocking. And that can be, we normally get the wake-up calls probably too late, like last year. Ballinamore turned us over. 
um, just need to drive on and, and make sure that we bring our A game. Like at the end of the day, if we're right, we're as competitive as most teams in Leitrim. Like, you know, what's the biggest obstacle or obstacles in your path? Just plenty. I'd say this year above all years, there's there's lots of teams that can give a, give the championship a run. Like them boys today, they'll definitely be there thereabouts. I think. Uh, Ballinamore strong, Manor will always be strong, and then you have your Ah Willens. Um, look, it's it's wide open. You know, so uh, we just have to worry about ourselves. Get our full boys out. We've 30 lads training, so we want to be pulling over each other, trying to get a jersey. You know, in terms of the players, maybe we haven't seen on the pitch yet in the championship. Is there anyone that stands here at training that maybe is really pushing that might not be on the radar for people who have been following the, maybe not necessarily following the club specifically, but uh, coming up against you over the next couple of weeks? Or are you keeping that a closely guarded secret? Ah no 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 it's no secret. Um, sure, Ian is back there. Sure, no one thought we'd see Ian in a mole jersey, so we're delighted to have him back. Uh, Alan McLaughlin is back. Uh, you have Chick that's Ronan Kennedy that's still injured. James Mitchell and David Mitchell are fighting for a jersey. Two brothers in one house. Um, look, we're blessed at the minute. You have Keelan Cannon to come back in there as well. Blessed with numbers, but the work has to be done. And there's lads there now that's after playing three weeks in a row, so they've earned that jersey. It's up to the other boys to push them out. You know tonight on a night when we lost some games to the weather the pitch looks fantastic it's a credit to the club here in Mohol that you can have a pitch like this which six months ago wouldn't have been expecting to host senior football championships yeah look we're delighted to have uh, championship championship games on our home pitch like um, in fairness to everyone here they've, they've done very well keeping it tidy the pitch looks perfect the surface is perfect um, the grounds around it and, and even with all the, the issues that's going on like they're managing it very well I think so fair play to them well done today and thanks for chatting to me thanks a million no worries Ain't a mad and thoughts after that? Uh, just a hard fought game. Uh, don't think we played to our potential, but uh, look, we grinded out in the end. Um, missed a lot, kicked a lot away, a lot of ball. Wet grease even, but look, fought it out well. And look, lots of, lots of I suppose, come away with it and work on uh, for next game. And we have two weeks now to build by next week, so two weeks to build uh, for next game. So hopefully we can work on our mistakes and, and kick on. Obviously, with an athletic background, you're well used to the the cut and thrust of, of the competition but how does it feel like on a day like this having to deal with a ball as well as the, the run uh, no, I'm normally stuck in the in the back line so I normally like a day like this but uh, now I'm going to stick into the forward, up in the forward line so it's uh, just getting my handling back I haven't played football, a full game in about since uh, 2017 so uh, back in my handling um, boys are showing me the ropes again um, but yeah I'm finding my way back into it um, and from athletics background I suppose uh, I just have the, the fitness down there to, to keep me going throughout the game but it's good to be back, yeah, playing a bit. In terms of the competition, the overall championship, how has it been going for you personally? Um, yeah, I find like our first game was a good wake-up call against uh, Sean Heston's. Um, we were we were fairly good against Carrick. Um, we we kind of worked on a few mistakes. Uh, played very well together as a team, and then uh, this game was a, a right tester. Then down to the wire, uh, and Fina put, put it to us. So like it's been very competitive our group. Um, so looking forward to building on to the last game, which will be fairly competitive too. Any worries when you maybe saw them closing in on goal towards the end of the game? Uh, the, heart, the heart was in the mouth, but um, yeah, no, we uh, knew our, our backline had it covered. Yeah. Listen, thanks very much. Well done today. Cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers. Fina, on the other hand, I spoke after the match to Jack Gilhaney, and first I asked their manager, Joe Flynn, if he was disappointed with the defeat. Yeah, definitely. We put on a good performance. Um, it just wasn't to be. We had a couple of goal chances. We didn't take them. Um, Mohol were a bit more clinical. Um, we defended well for a lot of the game, and um, I think it was just nearly at the start of the second half where Mohol got a bit on top and they uh, swung a two-point lead and our two-point lead in our favour into their favour. So 
that's where the game was won and lost nearly. Some really good goal chances at both ends. You got lucky with one mistake at the back. Cooper made one or two great saves at the up the other end. Naida, the match winning scores. Yeah, in fairness to uh, the Mohawk keeper, he was on top of his game today. Um, like a couple of a goal at that towards the end there obviously would have been having massive influence on what was going to happen towards in the game. We probably had a shout for a penalty as well, I thought. But um, in fairness to Mohawk, they are a seasoned team. They're, I'm sure, between their probably second or third favourites to win it and <clears throat> I'm sure they'll have uh, ideas, uh, ideas of winning it as well so um, it's a great, great test for our lads today and they show that they can mix it with the, with the big boys um, so we're looking forward to oh, well, in a couple of weeks just we'll regroup and uh, give that a shot How much of a morale booster is this despite the result but knowing that you can compete with teams that are there thereabouts at the top end of the championship Yeah well it always hurts to lose but as long as they can take the positives out of the game and see where the rooms for improvement is um, I think we're always improving every game right from when we uh, the pitches open back up in our first challenge match and um, we've been improving every game since that so we've a bit of work to go to get to that level to that top level but I think when we get there um, you'll see a different FINA team and hopefully we'll be competing with uh, getting the better of, of, of your moholes of the world uh, in maybe a quarter final or semi final Mohull just seem to have a couple of extra players just that are a bit bigger and stronger. Can you do anything about that in the in the next couple of weeks as the championship progresses, or is it is that already done in the gym pre pre championship? Yeah, um, there's nothing I can do about that at this stage. And um, to tell you the truth, I <coughs> I decided um, when the players because there's no access to gyms um, to go to ask the players to go back in in the gym after the lockdown was just going to be a high risk uh, strategy because bodies are going to get sore and stuff like that so we actually haven't been doing that much gym work um but that's it's it's always a project fina is a project uh, they've been building for the last 10 years you see with the underage teams so um today was just a little blip but it's a blip that hopefully a lot of the lads will learn from hard luck today and best luck for us championship show. thanks many breath look uh disappointed about the wrong side of the result um Probably thought at half time, you know, maybe we could push on and, and get a result there, two points up. But Mohawk kind of came back the second half. We knew they were going to have their purple patch, and they did. And look, we missed a lot of chances, just so did they. But uh, look, let's take the positives as well and learn for the next now. I will in next week, so to move on now. We don't have much, much recovery time. So there was a couple of handling errors towards the end, maybe gave you a bit of a, a squeaky bum time towards the end. They missed a really good chance that you kind of put them on a, a guilt ended opportunity. Same down the other end. What kind of a day was it to be playing out there in tough conditions, but on a good surface all the same? Yeah, I mean, look, after lockdown, we've only had one match since lockdown. That was against Carrick, and it was an absolutely lovely day. So we're probably not used to these conditions because you know we only played, haven't played football in a few months, and now you're only getting back to it. So Hannah's always going to be a bit, uh, a bit more different, especially like today. But look, you have to cope with them. You know, you can't, you can't control the weather. So look, this could be, could be in September, it could be in a knockout game, and it could be like this. So you just have to play the conditions as, as they come. How's the championship going for Fina overall? Obviously, second day out, one win, one defeat. Um, does that tell, tell the full story of Fina's championship so far? Yeah, I think you know we're ha- very happy after the first day. You know, we missed a few chances. Um, similar story again today, and you know I suppose a uh, better team will punish you, and that's what Mohol did today. So we have to take. I suppose that's probably the biggest learning point for us now going forward. We have to you know get more clinical in front of goal, and look. If, our goal is still to get to a quarter final, and once we get there, um, anything can happen. So we'll keep working out. We're two games left in this group, and hopefully two two wins from those games as well. What's the biggest change this year compared to last? In terms of obviously last year, disappointed on the pitch in terms of results. This year, you look much fresher, much more up for the fight. I suppose we've a lot more work done. Um, and that's that's it. Like you know, you can't. 
replicate the work here on the pitch. Even during lockdown, you know, Joe was very good. He had given us runs to do. He was, you know, in constant communication with us. So even though we weren't actually allowed to meet up, we, you know, we were still doing work. So look, you get you get what you put into it. Last year we didn't do the work, and that showed in the results. And this year, you know, I know we've, we we lost today, but we have still been working hard, and hopefully that will show now later on in the year as well. You look like you're missing the county football a bit. You seem to be giving Keith Byrne a bit of a hug there towards the end of the game. What exactly was going on? Uh, oh look, uh, that's just championship football. You always want to get up and close to people. Um, you know, shook hands after it. Everyone's going to be forgetting. Everything's going to be forgotten after that. So look, it's just championship football. Um, it's going to happen. You have to, you have to, it's physical and just get up and get, up, get, up, get on with it then afterwards. Listen, hard luck today, but best luck for the championship. Thank you very much, Bethany. Now in Group B, it was all eyes on the local challenge between Alan Gales and Leitrim Gales played in Drumshambo on Saturday evening. James Flynn was the talking point after the game. Leitrim Gales pushed into a 1-5 to no score lead early in the game but after 26 minutes James Flynn scored the first of what would be nine points in that game to bring Alan Gales back into the match 1-10 apiece the final score in that James Flynn as I mentioned getting nine points of the Alan Gales tally uh, sending off a Colin Morton late in the first half probably the biggest talking point of the game but I caught up with James Flynn the day after the game for his opinion on how the game went I suppose uh one case a bit of a deja vu you know we we kind of in the previous two games we had um kind of fell asleep at certain points Manor Hampton game it was the last five six minutes Melvin Gales it was 10 minutes before half time and yesterday we just didn't seem to get attacking right and didn't seem to get any flow into our game and you know the the points were going in and then very sloppy goal that we gave away you know we, we it was our own mistake that that led to it you know so um Frustrating, I suppose, was the, the best way of putting it, you know. Um, what changed from your point of view in terms of really kind of getting into that game in that second quarter? I think definitely we just started applying more numbers to attack and just going at them, you know. We were a bit static, you know, coming out with defence, I thought, and kind of running in single numbers as opposed to, like, we start running and, and giving off the ball and, and uh, lots of lads coming off the shoulder and it just seemed to, to cause them trouble, you know, and they started having to foul us and, you know, that got us back into the game then, you know. And you're a veteran of plenty of championship campaigns, Fallon Gales. Everyone laughs when I say that, but in terms of the, the overall impact over the years, you've been playing the, probably the best part of two decades you've been involved in that team. Games like last night, nine points yourself in the game, how much of an impact, how nice is it to still be making that kind of an impact at this stage of your career? Oh, well, I suppose, you know, at the time you don't really think about, but like if you go back a few months, you were kind of wondering whether I'd play at all and you know the lockdown and everything and it's just great to be able to play football and as you say I suppose have, have a bit of an impact in it Um, I suppose moving closer to the bench as well as the last number of the team so you know but uh, it's it's great to be able to play it's you know it's enjoyable and even yesterday the, the kids being able to watch at home on YouTube and you know that that's brilliant like you know so how does it compare at that age in, in your life where you have the kids at home old enough to know what's going on with daddy playing on TV and then the guys beside you are maybe closer to their age than your age at 17, 18, 19 how does that kind of does that go even through your head or is it just another game? I know it's just another game I mean yes it was a local derby you know a lot of in-laws who claim to be Leitrim Gales people and you know so I suppose there was a lot of slagging coming my way if, if we didn't uh, we didn't get the make sure they didn't get the bragging rights out of it like you know so that was kind of going through my head surely in the last minute of the game all right of course sending off in the first half probably had a big impact on the game from an Al Gales point of view uh, what was going through your head when that happened 
Well, I think we were getting a foothold in the game and, you know, we were certainly putting them under pressure at that point. You know, it said we were, we were attacking in numbers and it was causing them trouble. And uh, certainly the sending off probably did have a big impact because he was catching a lot of ball in the middle of the field and he was after scoring a great point off his left. And, um, you know, it, it certainly it gave us a lift, no doubt about it, you know. But I think we were coming into the game as it was anyway, you know. Now you talk about having in-laws, Leitrim Gales. You're not that far from Leitrim Village yourself. It's just over the hill behind you. You're probably closer to Leitrim Village than you are at Shambo. So in terms of, of the local rivalry, you're stuck bang smack in the middle of it yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know, at least I'm the right side of the river, as the fellas says, you know. But, uh, no, it's, that's, it's great to be involved in occasions like that, you know, and going into the shop and meeting lads and, you know, like, I suppose Leitrim... We'll say the village people were, were very confident going into the game on Saturday, you know, th- because of their great victory in the first day out against Kinlaw, and we lost to Kinlaw. So, you know, I think a lot of the, the supporters felt they were coming up from Shambo to, to send us down, and, you know, they nearly did, like, you know, but um, we made it a bit closer, I think, than, than they thought it was going to be, you know. I think a lot of neutrals have been looking at that last round of games yourselves. It's your only game that's left against Drum Riley. Depending on how fixtures go, it's going to be winner-take-all for that last quarter-final spot in the group. Potentially, that's probably how it's going to work out. Uh, what's the thoughts in Alan Gales kind of up to now? Has that kind of been the focus? And was last night a bonus or was last night a, a game that you felt that you had a good chance of winning as well? Oh, definitely, it was, it was a game we, th- we, we thought we had a good chance of winning, definitely. I mean, even the Kinlock game, like Manor Hamilton, we, we, we missed five goal chances. You know, if we took two of them, we would have drew the game, you know. But um, Kinlock, as I said, we fell asleep for 10 minutes, and that cost us the game. Um, last night, we fell asleep for 26 minutes, you know. But, um, no, definitely, it's, it's going down now. Drum Riley at home, as you say, so there's going to be nothing easy down there. Like, the last time we played them in championship, it was a draw. Um, the better the time before that, like so, they won't be fearing us going down to them, you know. And it's it'll be a knockout championship, and a lot of people are looking for a knockout championship to come back, so they'll have it in two weeks' time. But lots of things. In terms of the overall feel within the club and the mood within the club, what what are things like? I suppose before and after the game last night. Well, I think initial reaction, I suppose, after the game was a bit of relief and you know content that we 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 got a draw out of it. Um, I suppose ultimately, you know, it was a better result for Leitrim Gales than it was for us because it probably maintains their senior status where we have to go and get a result against against Drum Riley. Um But I think the one thing, like in the tr- in the games that we played, you know, we've kept going to the end. We showed a lot of fight to come back against Kinlaw. We showed a lot of fight to come back yesterday. Like we could have imploded really if we were eight points down. Like you know, and uh, we showed great character. I think to to come back and dig deep, and um, you know, that was the big thing that we took out of last night. You know, that we dug deep and got a result. In terms of the actual structure of the championship, though, only one team of the 10 go down. So even if you do finish into that bottom spot, there's still a playoff against the team in the other side of the draw. And I don't want to think about that, but have you had a look at the other side of the draw, either for potential playoff opponents or, in a more favourable manner, the uh, the quarterfinal opposition? Not really. We just focused on who we had to play and um, go out and win. And, you know, we get to the quarterfinal in and whoever comes out in the draw, or the, the numbers add up. That's that's who you take on, you know. Um, We'll worry about that stage when we get to it, you know. But Is there anybody you'd like? No, I couldn't care less, to be honest, as long as we're there, you know. Well, listen, well done last night. Great comeback on a personal note. Fantastic to see you rolling back the years and, and sticking over nine points in, a, in out of 110. It's a huge achievement for any player and, and the very best luck in that winner-take-all clash with Riley in two weeks' time. Cheers. Thanks very much, Bethany. In the Ladies' Senior Football Championship, we also caught up with 
participants from two of the three games played this weekend in Carrigallon on Sunday morning a very entertaining draw between St. Joseph's and Ballinmore Shona Heslands after the game I caught up with Claire Owens and Ray McBrien of St. Joseph's while Eilish O'Dowd and Connor Hart shared their thoughts with me Connor Hart manager of Ballinmore Shona Heslands point gained or point lost today? Uh, we were delighted with the result I have to say um, it's probably as close as we've been to St. Joseph's in a good few years so when we were coming here today we were just looking to see could we at least match them for intensity I, th- I thought our girls did it was probably a, a game of two halves in one way and that uh, we dominated the first half they dominated the second they showed the bit of experience and the grit to, to claw their way back into the game from you know a good, a good deficit but um, no, look we've learned a lot uh, bit to go in the championship yet uh, other teams as well so um, we just take it for what it is a good draw and uh, learning experience in terms of the overall championship people have been talking about your chances this year and you've been setting kind of the world alight in terms of vo- tongues wagging at least about your potential this year the lads have been there thereabouts in terms of championship favorites for the last season or two is there a chance of a double maybe this year coming back to Ballinamore? is that a little bit ambitious at this point <laughs> i don't know which of us stands a better chance but look at we just want to be uh, competitive in this that's our ambition uh, and you know we, we, we think we will be but we're, we, we're not uh, getting carried away with any results or that uh, we think we can hold our own with the, the top teams in it St. Joseph set the bar uh, we were coming today to make sure you know to see could we match them uh, now look at uh, you know it's only one game and they'll improve we'll have to work on improving over the next few weeks uh, a couple of tough games coming up with Manor Hamilton and Kiltober and St. Francis so uh, you know what, we'll see how they, those games go and then we'll, we'll we'll see where we're at. How much of a statement of intent is today's result? Uh, I don't think it's any statement. It's too early in the, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit early in the in the uh, campaign yet. It's only really when you get to the knockout stage. If you can win your semi-final, then you're you're in, in the hunt. But I think uh, Manor Hamilton are going to be very tough. Kiltobert are going to be very tough. I, I don't know much about St. Francis, um, but we'll see how we get on with those two games. And if, you know, if we're competitive in those two games, well, then I think we'll be in with a good shout. Talk to us about the actual performance today from your girls. Some really standout performances across the pitch from all lines of the of the team. In terms of your own opinion, where do you think you have maybe have a few lessons to learn, and where do you think you did well today? Uh, I thought uh, we did well with the direct ball in the first half, and uh, defensively we we, we we coped well with with um, uh, Michelle Hessen there. And uh, now they got a goal right at the end of of the first half, which which pretty much brought them back into the game, uh, and. Uh, if we, if you know, if we, if we work on the direct ball, uh, I think you know we can improve on that. And uh, we turned over a good bit of ball in the second half uh, that we probably shouldn't have. So that's probably one of the areas we need to work on to, to improve. Was that maybe a, an example of maybe where the experience of St Joseph's in winning county championships over the last three years probably just paid off a little bit for them? Absolutely. Look, it, it's it's um, it's the ability not to panic when you're under pressure. And they didn't. They dug it out. They strung passes together. They were patient in front of goals, and then they, you know, they, they, they had some big players there that made runs at the right time, and took took their opportunities. Uh, we probably weren't as clinical as that, but you know what? That's that's experience, and when you've won a few championships in a row and competed at Connacht, uh, you can't buy that. So I'll let you go before the weather sets back in. Yeah, no. Look, we're we're looking forward to the rest of the campaign. Uh, we've a few injuries to get sorted out as well, so hopefully. Um, the next few games will go go well for us. That's it. Well done today. Thank you. Um, really tough game now. Um, 
St. Joseph's really put it up to us. Uh, we we kind of knew from the start it was going to be a really tough game, a really hard battle. We're down a few players in that, so we knew ourselves. We really had to, had to push on hard. Um, really, really tough game. I suppose they're very strong. They're very, they have a lot of experience. So we kind of knew ourselves that it was going to be really hard and we'd have to push on. But we got there slowly in the end. But I suppose draw is a draw. <laughs> Most people would have fancied St. Joseph's coming into today's game, but you have been setting tongues of light over the last couple of rounds. Were you expecting to win the game today? Did you know you were coming here to really compete? We knew we were definitely coming to compete. There was, there was no element of us coming saying that we're, we're definitely going to come out and win this now or anything, but um, we were determined. We, we were preparing right, and we knew it was going to be a really tough battle, so we all put our heads down, and we just, we just went for it. So, yeah. I suppose people were looking at last year's finalists in terms of Glencar Manor and St Joseph's as maybe being top of the tree this year. You've really made a statement today. Uh, in terms of going forward, a couple of games left in the round-robin stage, you've pretty much put your name in the semi-final draw. Is it still the goal to hit that top spot position and maybe when you meet Manor in a couple of rounds that you'll, uh, you'll beat them? Oh, definitely, yeah. We're... Um, I suppose we have a, another few really tough games ahead of us, so we just kind of have to re- regroup and take each day or each game as it comes. Um, no game is going to be simple. The rest of the teams in it are just as good as the rest, so we really just have to take each game as it comes and really go at it. In terms of today's game, St Joseph missed a penalty. He had a couple of goal chances towards the end that just didn't quite hit the back of the net for you. Uh, do you feel like today might be as a point gained or a point lost? Um, there was a lot of mistakes, I suppose, on, on both sides. We just kind of have to... We'll, we'll look back at it and look at our mistakes. Um, we're going to have to regroup and just look at all the mistakes that we made and hopefully come out the better side after looking at Yeah. Well done today. Thanks, William. <laughs> Claire Owens, what's your thoughts after that game? Lucky to get out alive, I suppose. Um, yeah, Ballinamore are a force to be reckoned with now this year. Um, they brought intensity that we haven't felt in a long time. Um, I suppose with lockdown, we're kind of easing back into it, but... Definitely Ballinmore made us aware that we're back in a championship 2020. In terms of the game, obviously missed penalty from your end. They had chances up the other end. It could have gone either way really hard up until the end. What's your thoughts on, on maybe how a game could have gone either way? Well, I mean, first kind of 15 minutes, we were kind of staring down the barrel of a, of a defeat. So at the end of the game, I suppose we just felt a bit relieved that we managed to get the draw. Yeah, we missed a penalty, but I mean, you know, that's... That happens in games. We we I, we miss balls. We miss this. We miss that. So um, we focus too much on on the penalty. And again, as you said, they probably could have scored the other end, and they didn't get them. So we got lucky in ways, um, and feel very lucky to have come out with a draw. In terms of the overall look of the championship, how do you think this game will affect things as you progress towards the knockout stages? Well, I mean, it's very hard to know. I think the way the championship is running this year, anyone like we played Kiltrover last weekend, they'll be a very different team in five weeks' time. Wherever they're meeting, you know, it's it's running concurrently teams will have changed a lot from week one to week five so it's probably anyone's game really um I'm not sure how the like who we're playing works out but it's very very open put it that way in terms of I suppose the game today tough conditions though and ball fairly slippery and kind of led to a few individual errors maybe that created those kind of chances yeah definitely but I suppose considering matches were called off yesterday even in the men's we were lucky to have it played and a nice first half uh, the pitch was actually in brilliant nick so can't complain too much about the conditions. Uh, got a bit messy in the second half, but kind of brightened up as well. So, as I say, considering some matches were called off, we, we've been lucky this weekend and last weekend. How much of a, I suppose, kick in the ass is this to yourself? Maybe just to double, redouble the efforts in training over the next few weeks, knowing that there's more than just manner, maybe breathing down your necks uh, from the last few years? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we were under no illusions coming into this. Like, with lockdown, it's been a really strange 2020. So, 
you know, every game we go out to play, we're thinking this this could be the day that you know. I mean, we're obviously we are current champions, but it's that's not how we look at it. But other teams are looking at us as current champions, so we're very very aware of that. Any game we go out to play, that as I say, people are looking for looking for a victory. Um, yeah, it's it's a wake up call. We are kind of easing back into it, but I think it's clear today that we need to up the ante a little from here on in. In terms of next week, what's what's the plan? The plan next week is I don't know yet, Brefney. Um I kind of Tuesday evening we'll go out and train and we'll take it from there. I, I don't know. You really just take it week to week. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> I, I training session by training session when you're my age. <laughs> Listen, Claire, well done today and thanks very much for chatting. Thanks, William Brefney. Ryan McBroin, tough game this morning. Yeah, it was a tough battle. Um, we didn't expect any different from uh, Sean O'Hessens. Good, strong team. Good running team. They were well, very well set up defensively as well. So we got it very tight to break them down, but. We kept uh, kept going for the full hour, like, and without setting the world light by any means, we um, we saw it out and got a good draw of it in the end. We're happy enough with the draw. Any worries going through your head in the first maybe 15, 20 minutes when they built up a fairly substantial lead? Yeah, there was definitely worries um, because they were very well set up defensively, as I say, and um, we were getting very tight to break them down. So there was definitely worries, and they were they were breaking very well, and they were creating good goal chances and point chances as well so we definitely were, were under caution in the first half I suppose half time came at a good good time we regrouped went at it again gradually got it back got back in the game got the scores we needed and I suppose in the end if there probably was a winner it probably was going to be us but at, at the end of the day we were happy with the draw Do you feel the black card had any impact on the game? It had an impact yeah she was possibly harsh enough black black card or yellow card but um, that's what happens in ladies football and we have to take them on the chin 10 minutes is a long time off um, they came into the game, then they broke at pace uh, when she went off especially, but um, it definitely had an impact. But we regrouped after she came back on and got slowly got back in the game again. In terms of the next steps for yourselves, where is the, the plan? Well, we have St Francis now and we have uh, St Bridges in the next two games. So, um, you know, they're, they're games we should be able, able to win, but, um, you know, we'll be looking at maybe introducing a few new players into the panel, into the team for the next couple of games. We limited it to 16 today because it was such a tight game. We physically couldn't put on any anymore because uh, it's such a tight game, um, fairly intense game as well. So uh, we'll be looking at maybe pushing on two or three more new players into the into the fall next week. Well done today. Okay, Brefney, thank you. I also spoke to Gavin Durkin, manager of St Francis, about their victory over St Bridget's. Good to get a, a win in your second game of the championship. Yeah, it was great to get a win yesterday. Um, thought we performed a lot better. Um, Yesterday, then the first day, uh, we worked hard. Um, forwards moved a lot better, and uh, look, just things connected. It worked well for us yesterday, and we got a result and a good result. What does that say for the rest of the championship? Look, uh, we're working towards a big game Friday evening. Now we play Kiltobert. Um, we'll be going for we'll go for a win and try and get a win on Friday evening, and that'll pull us through hopefully to the last four. And who knows what can happen? You know. You looking forward to maybe playing a game under Friday night lights? Ah, yeah, it'll be something different. Yeah, it'll be something different. Um, I suppose, look, uh, we just we have to work hard and get a get a result out of Friday night, and it's going to be tough. There's no doubt about it. You know, Kiltober's experienced side have been there in senior level for a long time, and look, we just have to work hard and try and get a result. In terms of injuries so far this season, you've been badly affected. How much of an impact is that going to have on your season? Yeah, we had. We suppose from early season we had a um, a lot a lot of injuries. Um, we just had to make changes, bring younger players in. But look, look at the younger players as. Um, Making a great impact, and um, they're doing well. And just you know, just trying to work and focus as a unit now, and trying to get things to click for Friday evening. We're here at your junior game on Monday afternoon, and it's 
it's a good performance from a very young side. It must be good for the future of the club to see the quality of the girls coming through behind that first squad. Yeah, look how we're here, and you know, there's some great some players playing very good out there. Um, we have a great young team coming through, and there's there's great um, great for the future. You know, for the future of the club, there's you coming through the whole time, and some very very skillful players there today, doing very well. You know, anyone in particular catch your eye? I thought today uh, Richard McGuire played very well for us there. Um, then there's a an experienced lady called Louise Lachlan who's came back there today. I thought she played very well too. I suppose Maria McGrennan's good to see her playing back there too. She's a good footballer as well. So you know they're all, all doing well today. In terms of the the rest of the championship, what's the the ambition? I suppose Manor, St Joseph's, and um, Ballinamore Sean Hessens have really pushed the boat out at the top of the the table. You've been struggling a little bit when you're up against that opposition. Is fourth or fifth kind of where you see your fifth half finishing this year? What's your intention in between those two? Obviously, you want fourth, but yeah. Friday night's going to be a big game in terms of where that position is going to finish up. Yeah, I suppose we're just taking one game at a time. We're working towards Friday evening and trying to get a win against Kiltubber. And, you know, you get through to the last four, who knows what can happen, you know? That's that's our ambition is just to take one game at a time and see how it ends up, who we play. Well done yesterday on the first win in the senior championship. Thanks very much. In the Intermediate Football Championship, in what was effectively a water polo game at times, Kiltobert and Gortletra played out an entertaining game. Gortletra ran out winners 16 points to 1-7 in the end, and we caught up with their chairman and manager, Barry Costello and Paul Maguire, after the game. Barry Costello, Paul Maguire from Gortletra, you must be happy after that result. Yeah, we're delighted with the result. Look, it was terrible conditions there in the second half, and look at the lads dug deep and fought well, you know what I mean? And, um, no, brilliant performance the second half from our lads. Brilliant. In terms of the overall club, what does it mean to be back competitive at competition after a tough year last year in the senior grade? Ah, it's a big knock to go down into back to intermediate, but look at the lads have embraced it and they're working hard and hopefully they can be competitive and contest an intermediate championship and hopefully work their way back up. Two wins from two. What do you take out of today's game? What what aspects of today's performance were you happy with? Oh, I was happy with um happy with the tackling really in the second half there and the pressure in been uh, Kiltobra put pressure on us there it was, it was, it was brilliant tackling in the second half and the lads stood up lads stood up and be counted in the second half and that, that was the big thing for me do you know what I mean and you know, we, we didn't die over we were getting drummer here in the, in the second half we, we died over in the second half and let them back into it and today we didn't do that do you know I mean we men, lads stood up and they were, they were counted for today do you know? obviously a black card for a player of the calibre Shane Foley is always going to have an impact on a game like this how much do you think that played into the fact that you managed to hold them off in that comeback in the second half you know, not not necessarily. It's, it's advantage to a team with, with an extra man. You know, I mean, sometimes it always go go against them. And looking enough, we managed it well. You know, what I mean, and you know, we, we we kept possession of the ball and we, we didn't give it away. You know, what I mean, we controlled the game in the last 15 minutes. I think that was the big part, the big big thing for us. Others. Jack Heslin, a big part of that game today. He got taken out of it at one stage. Didn't seem to really have an effect on him though. Yeah, look, Jack took a big knock there, just probably before half time, and you know, rattled him a bit. And uh, no, look, Jack is an exceptional player. You know, what I mean, and uh, he's a hard man to stop. So he is. Yeah. What's the hope for the, the summer in terms of the, the championship? We're not looking like summer weather today, but what's the hope for the summer as it, this progresses into the, the knockout stages? You've pretty much put your name in the draw for the quarterfinals. Um, two wins from two now. You must be looking forward to seeing how the rest of the games progress and maybe that quarterfinal, that knockout stage. I would not get start talking about quarterfinals yet. There's still two games to be played and see how you finish in your group and what opposition you come up against. There's still a lot of competitive teams. You have Drunkieran coming from the other side. You still have Anna Duff. Like still a lot of big teams in it. I wouldn't be just. I wouldn't be talking about quarters or semis just yet. 
obviously the break last week did you well coming into today two games now in quick succession over the next two weeks what's your approach going into that yeah, it's just keeping the lads fresh now and keeping them and keeping them on the ground really do you know I mean, um, as Barry says you know we, we take it a game at a time we're not looking any further than the next game against Kerry Allen you know and uh, look at we, we can see how we get on there so well well, well done today lads cheers thanks very much thank you Kiltubbard co-captain Mick McCormack also spoke to me Mick McCormack co-captain of Kiltubbard tough day at the office today yeah, tough day as well, yeah, again, yeah, I suppose conditions weren't uh, ideal out there, ball handling was tough enough and you could see that and it was very slippery, but uh, you have to give it credit to Scott Letch, they're a good solid team and they'll be there, thereabouts this year as well now, they've good, very few handy players and look, that's the level we want to be playing at as well now and this new structure is making it very competitive as well, which is great to see, you want to be playing competitive games, bring on your football, so what can we do, we'll go at it again the next day. Three defeats from the opening three games probably doesn't tell the story of your championship, you've been only a point off on the first two games. What's the prognosis really going into the last game of the of the competition? Yeah, well, I suppose thinking now, to be honest with you, we think it's nearly still all there to play for now with the new kind of structure to the championship this year. I suppose uh, it depends on how Carry Gallon or Drum here got on this evening. Now I haven't heard word yet there, but it could be a thing that it comes down to the final game between us and Carry Gallon for the final fourth spot. Now seeing that now, I don't know. Carry Gallon could have got the win this evening as well. They're a good, solid team as well. So we'll just have to see and turn up the next day as well and as you said we were a bit unlucky as well I suppose with the first two games but look at that's the way the ball fell and we'll go at it again now Drummer Hare were in the lead pretty much the whole way through but at the same time you never really let them get out of sight and that goal in the second half really gave you a bit of a lift from Mickey Early what was the reaction like in the team to that it just you didn't quite seem to build on that well, I suppose it was great that we didn't lie down there at the stage. Gordletter started to take over there and went a good few points ahead. And I suppose we were delighted with the reaction to the lads that they didn't lie down like they could have gone to the stage there where it was maybe we could have gone 10 or 12 points down at that stage. But we fought back. But I suppose we didn't capitalise on it enough as well. But I have to say now they're a good, solid team there, Gortletter, and they got a lot of turnovers into the defence as well. And I suppose that's probably why we didn't capitalise. In terms of the conditions, obviously not what we quite expect here in an August afternoon, but how tough is it to play a crunch championship game in those kind of conditions? Uh, it, it's always that bit tougher to play out there when it's raining like that because you just never know the way the ball's going to fall. You never really can take your eye off the ball and you have to just put that bit more focus into every single thing you're doing out there on the pitch. Um, and like that as well, it makes the defensive work a bit easier as well for to- turnovers and that as well because it is that bit slippier and harder to hold on to the ball. But look, sure, look, we, we can't change the weather. We just have to do with what we have end of the day opening game you were wearing a face mask of some sort what uh was that and where is it gone today uh yeah <laughs> so last two games yeah i was wearing a face mask there fractured me nose or broke me nose in a challenge game there about three weeks ago or four weeks ago and just had to get it reset then as well so but uh feeling comfortable enough with it so i decided not to wear it today because it can be a bit tough to wear it there you know it kind of yeah, it's hard to keep your eye on the ball when you're looking through goggles as well, I suppose. But uh, yeah, it was, I suppose I had to, for my own safety, I had to wear it. So nothing really I can do about that. Like, Well, listen, hard luck today and the best luck in that final game against Carrigallon. Thanks a million, Brevney. Thank you. In the Junior Football Championship on Sunday afternoon in Clune, they finally got their season up and running with their second victory of the competition so far. A comfortable victory in the end over Gort Letra. I spoke to Port McGarry, the Gort Letra captain, but first from Clune, their sharpshooter up front, Gavin Mitchell. Gavin Reynolds, uh, fairly comprehensive in the end. Yeah, look at um, these games, you never know what to expect in the group stage, you know, especially with second teams, you don't know who they're going to have available. So, look, at you have to take every team seriously and give every team a bit of respect. And look, at we've focused on our own job and we've got the job done today with a few points to spare. 
what was the frame of mind coming into the game? I suppose I should always hard to kind of motivate yourself against the second team. Yeah, well, I suppose like especially this year, like um, it's it's very uncertain compared to other years. Like you don't know teams have players available that they didn't have available before. There's no lads gone in J ones or anything like that, so you don't know who a team is going to have now. So you have to give every team a bit of respect this year and you know just prepare the same as you would for for any first team. In terms of the competition structure, Clune probably don't think they should be in junior football. Is it a, a goal for this year to get out of that back up to the intermediate ranks and, and win this championship out? Oh, definitely. That's that's our goal this year. I think uh, with the restructure last year, I suppose those four teams relegate and, and we found ourselves in, in the tougher group. and We were just unfortunate one or two games and, and, and we were relegated to, to junior for the first time in a long time. But look, at the goal is to try and get back up to intermediate ranks for 2021. In terms of I suppose, the next couple of weeks and months, as the championship hots up towards the knockout stages, what do you think are the biggest obstacles maybe to that happening? Uh, look, I suppose like the, the championship seems to, you know, it's kind of drawn out. Like, I suppose we have two weeks free now and then there's another game and then there's, a, there's another break. Like, it's, you know, there's, there's breaks, I suppose, in the middle of the championship that you have to kind of be keeping yourself on your toes and keeping the, keeping the team sharp and that. So we might look at maybe a few challenge games or something um, for them a couple of weeks. But uh, I suppose just keeping focused and... Uh, taking every game seriously and looking forward to the next game. Well done today on a personal level as well as a, some nice scores there. Oh, look at, um, all I'm thinking about is going out and getting the two points every day you know, and keep keep driving on. Well done today. Thanks very much. Borg McGarry, tough day at the office for Gort Letra's second side today. Yeah, tough day today, Refney. We uh, probably bit off a little bit more than we could chew on. Uh, I suppose a lot of old soldiers still plugging away and uh, some of the Young guns probably played the game yesterday as well, so just uh, I was just a little bit overstretched for a second squad playing Clunes first team here today was always going to be a big ask. Suppose your first team in the intermediate grade doing all right so far this year. It's been a good year. In terms of this coming down, still some decent performances there from, as you said, some of the old guns. Yourself and Colin McCran, well used to GA fans across the county, would know you both well over the last probably, I'll be generous to say, last decade or so. Uh, in terms of the actual the future, what's what is the future for Gortletra with uh, feeling teams like this? Ah, the future is good. Yeah, no, it's always it's always a challenge to put out a, a strong second squad when your when your first team is is challenging in the in, in the higher ranks. Um, you're you're trying to, you know, balance uh, younger guys breaking through to the first team. Probably younger guys you were hoping to to have for these these second teams, and then they they get started or they get in on the on the first string and they're gone for us then. So it just weakens the second string. But the future is bright for Gerletra. Um, we've we've a great underage structure there. Um, some some great youth coming through. I think the next 10 years is going to be going to be good. We've a, a new pitch been built uh, on our grounds as well, and um, yeah, everybody's very positive and, and upbeat. And I think uh, we'll we'll try and slog away the old guys to keep it going as long as we can, and hopefully the, the young blood will come through soon. Fairly physical encounter here today, without ever really crossing into dirty. Uh, do you like that kind of aspect of the game? Still, is that why you're still floating around on pitches? Well, sometimes uh, it's all you have left. Sometimes it's to bring a bit of physicality to it. But uh, no, no, it was all it was all in, in fair fair game. And uh, I think uh, you know both teams uh, were you know respected each other. And I suppose been neighbours. It was always going to be a, a clash. But uh, we were never really at the races. And I suppose uh, we just tried to give a give a good account of ourselves and and uh, bring all we could to it, just to make it uh, somewhat entertaining. But I think the scoreline. Thank God there was no scoreboard here today in Clune, But. Uh, I suppose maybe it didn't really reflect. I think we were in the game for for long periods, but uh, we just we just didn't have enough probably up front and in a lot of positions to to really challenge Clune. In terms of the overall outlook, is this squad in Gortletra's team really about creating that opportunity to give lads championship football and maybe build them for that intermediate side? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's always what the second string structure is about: is to you know give the 
the younger fellas who aren't getting the game time at senior level to bring them on and, and I suppose the older fellas who are still charging away and, and you know still interested to, to keep them going and, and uh, yeah just build, build on your first team and, and try and get your first team uh, as, as strong as possible and when you have two teams training you know it's always good and you get a bit of competition and a bit of physicality of training and that's what makes it interesting. None of you wants to be involved in that intermediate grade yourself and, and maybe can we see you back in that championship as the as it progresses? That day is gone. That day is gone. But uh, no, it's still if the if the body was able, you know, we're always willing, but um no, those days are long gone. But uh, yeah, just keep keep the push on for the lads and the younger fellas coming through and keep the interest of training, that's all we can do. Listen, thanks very much for chatting to me and hard luck today. Thanks, Brett. And the final fixture of the weekend was in the Ladies Junior Football Championship, where FINA were the visitors to Balneglera, where the hosts, St. Francis' second side, took them on in a game. FINA won it quite comfortably in the end, 7-17 to 1-7. But we spoke to St. Francis player Emma Dunn, but first, the FINA captain, Roisin O'Toole. Roisin O'Toole, what's your thoughts after that game? Um, well, I didn't think the score reflected the game at all. Um, they're a good fit side. We knew they would be coming into the game training with their first team and all. And um, they got the first score on the board and kind of rattled us a bit. But then we got the next few and I think we drove on from there. In terms of the outlook so far, it's obviously two first teams in this junior championship yeah. yourselves in Drumcurran. How nice is it to get a win on the on the board? Oh yeah, it's great to get the first win now, thank God. Um, I think next we have St. Joel's. I know they're after having a good win in their first game. We had to buy the first week, so hopefully we'll be able to put it up to them as well. It'll be interesting to see because they're a second team as well. So. What's the mood like in the FINA camp at the moment? Great, yeah, we've good numbers out of training and this year it's going very well for us so far anyway. Talk to us about some of the players that you've got that maybe are back or are we might not have seen before in a FINA jersey. Oh, um, let me see. Well, Kira O'Neill, she's playing with us this year. She's uh, from New York, but she's over here for college. And um, yes, yeah, so we have her and she's very good, very fit. Um, then we have Kay Kalini, she'd be young and fit as well. She's coming into the team this year, maybe last year. Um, that's it, really. Um, yeah, we've a lot of young ones anyway coming into the team. And is she studying third level in FINA? Oh, in Athlone, but she's in Ireland for <laughs> college. So the game today a little bit one-sided in the end. Um, in the end, yeah, but they're very, they're a good side and they're very fit as well. I don't think the score affected the game at all, to be honest. What's the hopes for the rest of the campaign? Obviously, five teams this level now, yeah. four going to the semi-finals. So there was meant to be seven at the start, but two have gone. So we only have four or five games now. So um. I think there's St. Joe's and Drumkeeran and Manor we have left. So hopefully we'll be able to get another few wins in that and push on then. Is there a championship in this team? Um, hopefully, anyways, fingers crossed. I think we we have a um, good enough team to do it. If only we can all just get together and keep going. So hopefully, anyway. Awesome. Well done today. Thanks a million. Emma Dunn, your thoughts after that game? It was a good, tough physical game, Fina. It's, it's good to see Fina now with such great numbers because I know last year they were struggling. And that was a really good physical game. It was strong. The fitness was there. Our girls worked their butts off. And you could see it on the field. Everybody coming off, barely able to do a warm down. So that's what you want coming off a field. You want girls knackered. You want them to have worked hard for the team. So I'm happy enough with the performance of our team. Now, scores didn't come as easily to us as they did to FINA, which, is, which happens in games. But for me personally, the work rate of our girls is just as important as the scores on the day. I suppose effectively missing 20 players considering you're a second team and a couple of injuries to that first team has robbed you of a few more players over the first two rounds of the competition. What does it mean to have that level of numbers coming through the club? Oh, it's brilliant. The future is there. The future is bright. Do you know, I know that's a cliche, but the future is bright for St. Francis. Our team this year is a young team 
and it's great to see those numbers coming through because I was one of the first players on St Francis ladies so to be able to look at these young ones coming through and saying our team is still going to live it's going to go on into the future it's a great feeling it's brilliant Obviously, at this level, the second team, you're up against a couple of first teams. I know you have to play Drum Kieran later in the competition. What is the the reason and I suppose the, the aspiration for, for this team for the rest of the championship? To get better. Everybody gets football, and that's what it is. There's girls come to training, whether on your, you're on the first team or the second team, you put in the same amount of effort as every player on the pitch. So it's only fair that girls get game time. Do you know? So that's the way we've looked at it this year. And also, game time is experience. That makes the fighting for the senior team a lot, a lot tighter and a lot. It's a, it's a lot better, you know, because it's game time. There's nothing like game time. You can't replicate that in training. Game time is totally different. So everybody getting game time, it makes not it makes not only the senior team better, but the junior team better. And fighting for the places is more competitive. In terms of the game today, uh, very one-sided in the end, particularly on the scoreline. Maybe, as you said, it doesn't quite reflect the, the flow of the game. But in terms of maybe lessons learned for those young girls playing today, what's what do you hope they'll pick up from today's game? Um, look, you know yourself, you have to, straight after a game, you're thinking kind of your own performance. So you have to take a step back, analyse the whole game as a team, and then come back. So what... The girls might be looking at, I'm, one thing we can work on in, personally in the backs, because that's where I play, is communication and just talking to one another and getting the younger girls not to be afraid to roar at me and say, Emma, you're not doing your job, get the hell back. So for me, that'd be something because their work rate was excellent. The younger girls worked just as hard as the o- older girls or whatever you want to call us or the middle girls. So I just think it's a little bit of kind of maybe guidance from me or something to say to a girl, shout at me, I don't care. Eat <laughs> me, I don't care. But look, I think the younger girls are doing absolutely fantastic. They're pushing us older girls as well. They're pushing us and pushing us and pushing us. So I know that I take more positive out of it and then come and reevaluate later of what we need to work on. That's kind of the way my mind works. So I can't give you, I think, what we need to do right now. I'd need an hour or two to come back to you. <laughs> Well, listen, well done on, I suppose, getting a second team out today and being so competitive. Oh, thanks a million. Thanks very much for your time. <laughs> and that, folks, is it for another week here on Leitrim Daily. Thank you so much to everybody who spoke to us this weekend. It's been a bumper show, way longer than we had intended, but we love bringing you all the different aspects of all levels of football, male and female, from across the county. Plenty more sport over the next couple of weeks. Don't forget, of course, the League of Ireland is back. Sligo Rovers had a massive win in Derry on Friday, 2-0. Their game against Waterford tomorrow evening is off due to a suspected COVID case, or at least the symptoms of COVID, with a Waterford team member. So that remains to be seen when that game will be played. But at the moment, it will not be played tomorrow night. Longford Town about to kick off as we are recording this. We don't have an update on their score tonight, but we'll bring it to you on Friday on the Sports preview show for the weekend we'll report back on how that game went you can of course catch all of the league of ireland fixtures in the premier division on watchloi.e and sligo rovers will be featured on all their games while longford town have their own multimedia package for their first division clashes check that out on their website as well thank you very much for listening it's been great thank you for all the support over the last few weeks and stay with us as we bring you everything that's happening across all of the championships in the county this has been leitrim daily i've been breffney early thank you so much talk to you on friday